Good afternoon, Miss Nicole. My name is Javier Pinol. I'm in third high level A. And today in this podcast, I'm going to talk about my favorite profession. This profession is... A neuroscientist. First of all, I would like to explain what is the profession about and what do you need if you want to become a neuroscientist. So, let's start. A neuroscientist is curious about how the brain works. That means they study the brain and then try to solve questions using scientific experiments. Some neuroscientists specialize in a certain field of study, such as neurological disorders or the impact injury has on the brain. Others may be interested in how the brain learns and study ways to increase its effectiveness. A neuroscientist studies the function of the human nervous system, the brain, spinal cord, and nerve cells are all included within the realm of neuroscientists' expertise. It is common for neuroscientists to specialize their knowledge in one part of the broad realm of neuroscience, such as how psychiatric disorders occur due to imbalances within the nervous system. Now that we know a little bit about this profession, let's discover where they can work. Not all neuroscientists practice in a clinical setting, which means that some neuroscientists work strictly in a laboratory. Those that do not have a medical degree generally find themselves working in settings such as teaching hospitals and universities. Many neuroscientists extensively study diseases of the nervous system, such as low Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's disease, and multiple sclerosis. Within a lab, neuroscientists perform experiments on tissue and cell samples. Some neuroscientists use computers to create scale models of the nervous system in order to better evaluate the content they are studying. You're probably wondering how much money neuroscientists make, and here's the answer. In Chile, the salary of a neuroscientist is unknown since it isn't a very common profession in universities, but in the United States, the average salary for a neuroscientist is $81,300 per year, around 62 million pesos. Now, let's talk about the origin of this profession. From the ancient Egyptian modifications to 18th century scientific research on globulus and neurons, there is evidence of neuroscience practice throughout the early periods of history. The early civilizations lacked adequate means to obtain knowledge about the human brain. We should also know about the evolution of this profession. To become a neuroscientist, you will need to earn a PhD that focuses on the field of neuroscience. You'll start your educational journey by earning a bachelor's degree. You'll want to choose a bachelor's program that has courses in biology, physiology, psychology, and human anatomy. Bachelor's degrees that prepare applicants for medical school would be appropriate. Once you earn your undergraduate degree, you'd move on to a master's degree with advanced courses in neuroscience or the biological sciences. At the graduate level, you will want to choose a program that provides clinical lab experience and options to study neuroscience at depth. 
Next, you'll choose a PhD program that enables you to focus on neurological research. Most important people related to neuroscience. There are many neuroscientists who deserve to be named, but in this opportunity, we will name Adele Diamond, Miguel Nicolelis, Gina G. Turrigiano, David Eichelman, Ben Carson, and James L. McGaw. We will now have the honor of speaking with Adele Diamond, a famous neuroscientist. What neuroscientist Adele Diamond is learning about the brain is turning some of our most modern ideas about education on their heads. Her work is scientifically illustrating the educational power of things like play, sports, music, memorization, and reflection, what nourishes the human spirit, the whole person, it turns out, also holds our minds. Hello Adele, thank you for being here and taking the time to attend this podcast interview. Well, thank you for the invitation and I'm willing to answer some of your questions. Okay, so could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where did you study and where are you working right now? Perfect. Well, when I finished my senior year at high school, I got into Wathmore College, where I got my majors in sociology, anthropology, and psychology. Then I attended the London School of Economics, studying the philosophy of science. But one of the most important parts of my education was my PhD graduate work at Harvard. Now, I'm a professor at Columbia British University. Amazing! I have no words to describe to you all the admiration for such an effortful way. Now, let me ask you, in which area of neuroscience do you specialize and why? Yes, of course. I'm working in developmental cognitive neuroscience and we study their development, genetic influences, and environmental influences on them, and their neural, neural basis. Uh, well, answering your second question, I decided to specialize in this area because my curiosity about this is huge. Well, Adele, it was a pleasure to have this little conversation with you. You are a great professional, but also a great person. Best of luck and success. Thank you so much, Javiera, for the nice atmosphere and feel free to contact me anytime. Regards. Finally, I would like to give the reason why I chose this profession. I chose this profession because this is what I want to become someday. I'm curious about how the human body and especially the brain works. I'm sure that if I work hard for this dream, I will achieve huge things, but not just for me, but the world. I would like to discover new things and maybe someday I'll be a famous neuroscientist. This major doesn't exist in any Chilean university. That's why I would like to study in the US and then go to medical school, because for as long as I can remember, I'm dreaming about becoming a doctor. But 
I want to specialize in the neurological area and neuroscience is a major that surprised me every day. Thank you so much for listening the podcast and see you in class.